the courage to grow is business. The Big Small Business Show made possible by MTN Business, a new world of business. And by Chartered Accountants of South Africa. Lead your industry with a responsible partner. Partner with the CASA today. This is the Big Small Business Show. You know the drill. This is for you, the entrepreneur. Whether you've just started, you're somewhere in between, you're at the top, uh, and perhaps even if you're on the way down, this show is for you, where we assist entrepreneurs in every aspect of the entrepreneurial journey. Now, this part of the show is our panel, and today it's just Kumaran and I. Uh, Kamaran, of course, is uh, our finance guru. He's all sorts of gurus, actually. And I've decided to, today I'm going to be actually very nice to Kamaran uh, because I'm going to be needing his help. Kamaran is uh, CEO of Spartan SME Finance, deals with a lot of entrepreneurs and brings a huge amount of experience to, to the panel. Now, our guest in studio today is Rulani uh, Shibambo. Uh, at the age of 15, 15, he joined the family business. And in 2015, he registered Kota King as a formal venture. Based in Soweto, he does exactly what the company name says, mouth-watering kotas. And of course, a kota is a quarter loaf of bread hollowed out and filled again with a variety of delicious fillings. Let's have a look. Kota King is a registered takeaway company that offers authentic kotas within the Soweto area. Owner Rulani Shibambu has transformed and added his own personal touch to the traditional kota, offering a gourmet experience to his clients. It started way back while I was still in high school. It was a family business and then I started taking over you know, about two, three years back. That's when I started registering my own company in 2015. Kota King, it's uh, our convenient takeaway store, but now heading to a franchise level. With a strong online presence, Rulani depends on his popularity on social media and word of mouth to gain clientele. Normally we've got uh, a great clientele. On social media platforms, we've got plus minus 10,000 customers. Visible that when we tweet, when we post our pictures and all that, they interact with us, they respond to everything we're saying. So, but our business grew up with word of mouth. We're powerful on that one. So I can say in general, we've got over 50,000 customers, but obviously these people, they don't come every day to come and buy goddess. So it's the real taste experience. They come once off, once a week, twice in a month, just something like that. Okay, it's been a, a wonderful experience because they started selling their quotas like normally without toasting and everything and then they went from improving, they started selling different kinds of quotas. These guys, they try by all means to go out, out of the box and they think out of the box. Kota King has been in operation for three years and currently has four permanent employees. With an annual turnover of 1.4 million rand, Rulani hopes to grow and expand his business to five franchising outlets. I've been working here since 2012. This is not usually like a quarter, according to me. Like it's a lotion bag, I can put it in that way. Because um, our quarter is different. You, you won't find a quarter that has um, lettuce, that has chicken, 
that is uh, steak, you know. So what are you doing? Like it's something different from the um, from the township. We're looking forward to like selling 1,000 quotas to 1,000 people on, on a daily basis. That's when uh, we'll be happy enough to say that, okay, we're doing our job nicely. Facing challenges of being understaffed, he seeks to find solutions that will help increase production, which will enable him to produce more quotas in a short amount of time. When it comes to HR times, that's where I, I can't manage everything. So that's when, of course, the business is growing each day. But my short-term goal is to have five stores within, before December. So it's either mobile trucks or permanently fitted stores within the malls or complexes. So we'd, I'd also like to get systems on how to manage all stores at once, how to put on systems on those stores, on how to make uh, f uh, a bulk production. So to make 100 quarters, 200 quarters at a go, Within, without having customers waiting too long for their orders or getting them cold, you understand? Because those are the few challenges that we're tackling with at the moment. As you heard, Rolani asked that we give him guidance around his expansion plans into mobile trucks and stalls in malls. Welcome, Rolani. Hi. Hi, Hi everyone. Okay. Right, so you are quite a... What a young man, start age of 15, you know how old? 23 now, 23 in July, yes. That's great. So, so you, the family business that you were speaking about, what, uh, what business was that? Was it in the food industry? Yes. Uh, actually, well, 2010, my yeah. father lost his job, yes. fortunately. So we had to come up with a strategy and make a means of living. Yeah. So at school, I always had this burning desire of being an entrepreneur. I was selling sweets at school. And then at home, they were selling food. Now, they were selling fat cakes yeah. and normal quotas. We started off selling three, three loaves a day for yeah. the whole day. That means it's 12 quotas. So every day I would go back. After coming back from school, I joined the family business at work. I'd peel potatoes from the scratch. They started me from scratch, yeah, yeah. teaching me how to peel potatoes, teaching me how to cut bread. Like now, even my staff, like they say, really now you're teaching us to cut bread. I said, guys, you, you need to learn everything. This is the process. Uh -huh. This is how I got taught the job. So uh, that's what I do. Uh, I, I learned the job through the so process. And, and the name and the branding, how did you come up with uh, the branding? Because it's brilliant branding. Yes. Uh, way back when we were making quotas at home, as it was a family business, Everyone in Soweto knew that they in Protiat Lane, there's good quotas. But I had a challenge that no one knows how to describe us because they'll say there's this place that sells nice quotas, but which one? Mm. You see, they'll start, selling, uh, start saying my name or my father's name or my mother's name. So I started thinking, okay, these people, they praise me a lot. Mm. And I'm a king. And I'm a king in what I do. Mm. So how about be a quota king? Mm. And then it started out, I yeah. did a branding and design. It started slowly. But people got used to it. I started splashing out, spreading the word on, on media. Then it grew up just like that. So, so let's just move to one of the things that you said in the insert, which was around franchising that you wanted. Your dream was to have franchising. Why, why have you chosen franchising as opposed to company-owned stores? Why, why have you chosen that route, or have you not thought of it in that way? No, I've thought of it. Uh, the challenge has been one from the current store you'll see that uh, if someone did not put their money 
within the business will never be actually be so serious like it's their business you understand so that's why like hire uh, having multiple stores and hiring managers for me it wouldn't work out because even managers won't make it work won't make it the way i want it to be because that's my sweat and blood i i come far with this business so i can't let it go just like that so if i can have someone to put their money within that business they'll take care of it because with my franchise it's cons I like i want to sell it to people that gonna be hands on within the business because that's what make it successful so yeah. i'm making it i'm hands on within my business when you get there i'm not on the shirts i'm on my chef suit or in a t-shirt i'm working mm. i only go out if i've got important things meetings interviews and stuff like that so that's why i okay. thought of it that way all right, we're going to have to take a break now. After the break, we'll be back with more questions for Rulani. Do stay tuned. Welcome back. Now, our guest in studio today is Rulani Shibambo, owner of Kota King, based in Soweto. Before the break, we were trying to get a, in, an understanding of how he came up with the name and uh, why he wanted to go or wants to go into franchise. Come on. I'm aware that you also said you wanted to do the five by December. Yes. Is that yes? Why by December? Uh, that's my short-term goal. That's what I need to achieve. I've been long enough in the game, in the business. So far, if we calculate, I've got ex eight, eight years' experience in the business since 2010 to 2018. I've been patient enough. I've thrilled within the business. I know the ins and outs of my business. So what's left out is to put on systems, to put on things that can actually work for me. So like now, I just bought a mobile, mobile kitchen, a trailer, a four-meter whereby it's going to be our first concept store for the mobile truck, for so the mobile... the second store? Yes, it's going to be a second store. Right. Again, I've got opportunities of other guys that are trying to offer me places where to open up, open up stores, but I'm scared that it's going to be too much at the go. So uh, I was thinking if maybe in two months or three months I open this one, next month open the other one just like that and maintain the five and learn how to run the five, so do you have your process how to manage these, the second one? Forget about the fifth one, the second one. How are you going to yes. manage it? You're going to have a central kitchen for certain parts? Uh, that the second store that I'm launching, I want to be there hands-on. Right. It's going to be my 9 to 5 job. I'll be there permanently. Right. And I'll take one of the guys within the store I have currently. But are you going to be making all the food on-site? Or is there certain parts yes. where there's a central... I'll be making within the mobile kitchen. It's fully equipped. It has everything. So all five will have its own, own kind of kitchens. No yes. central kitchen. No central right. kitchen. How will you control that? I'm going to put systems in place like your uh, one company, it's GAP. Uh, can look into putting the till machines because I've heard that if I have five till machines from them, they can I can actually see myself on my phone wherever I am at a convenient time. Right. So I can be able to run that. Again, I've asked uh, one, I've been with the franchise consultant uh, to check if they can draft me a, a manual, uh, a ma operations manual mm. and everything, so to run my business. So what does it cost to set up a particular 
store, whether it's in the mall or a mobile truck, what are the options? You so know, far, I was thinking to start up with the mobile trucks because it's costing less. So I can make money with it and then... How much? Uh, so far, it's 150000 to set All up. All in? All everything, kitchen, everything. kitchen, it's done. So how much well are you going to sell it for? I'm going to sell it for 500,000 rents. And then getting a royalty fee of every per month, 5% or 5,000 fixed uh, royalty. And then 2% of marketing fee because that's where we're good at. That's where we get our business out there and to the people. And what do you think each store is going to uh, turn over? Uh, at the better days, supposed to turn over at least 2,000, 2.5. On a normal day, it's a 4,000. Friday and Saturday is without negotiable. We need to get five to 7,000 rents. Okay, so maybe so, so what, what's going to happen when you're in the mobile uh, kitchen to your current business? I'm going to select one person to be a manager for the current store, and then I'll get another person to employ uh, a junior at the junior level to take over the, p the position for the guy. Have you ever been away from, from your business for more than two weeks? Yes. Okay, uh, January, happened? I went to Devon yes. to do a market research then because I want to implement, I want to introduce Scott King that site. Yes. The business went well, it did survive, but... Uh, did it go down? Uh, no, it didn't. The sales were high. Actually, when I came back, I was happy, but the challenge was one was the cleanliness of the guys so they were like under pressure because I was not there and was not checking there was no one to check if this is spot on this is that you see so I've realized I picked up on those little mistakes and that's where I need to when where's your fix. site selection where's your how are you gonna select your sites okay so far we're targeting Johannesburg as a whole and the mobile units, I want to target the universities across South Africa right. and also the office parks. Right. All office parks within South so Africa. not just townships. Not just townships. Because we need also the, in the suburbs, because most of my clients is the high LSM guys and the it's from the middle class and the high LSM. Mm. Why well, I say that most of my customers that come to the store is people that drive from far. Mm -hmm. I'm getting the support from people that come far. So most. What do you, I can sell, it, what do you sell it for? for a quarter. It ranges from 25 rands to 150. So, however, I have a quarter. What, what is in the 150? It's a loaf bite. So maybe it's for uh, two of you guys. <laughs> you can you can smash it up. Yeah, one's for him. You see, so I also have a 15 rand quota just to cater for school kids. So I call it after school bite, whereby we regulate it that yeah. so we sell it to school kids so that it becomes reasonable for Why them. Why would a guy do your franchise rather than just sit, do it himself, do the truck and everything at 150,000 and no? I've been in the game for eight years. I've mastered the concept. It has worked out. I started this business while working from hand to mouth, from now making a living for more than five employees now. So it shows that it's trial and tested before it's working. Mm. But yeah. you might be creating the market for the next person. Mm. So uh, that's why I'm now I'm, I'm so serious with opening stores to claim the brand, to claim the concept. Mm. Because if I sit back there and open just one store, another person will come up and open five stores similar to mine and then he'll get attention more than me. So now, because there's hype within South Africa about Kota King. Last time I was in King Shaga International Airport, was not wearing any branded t-shirt or anything. This lady jumped at me and hugged me and said, wow, Kota King, I've seen you on DSTV, I've seen your food, where's the Kotas? That's when I realized that, you know what, everyone is watching out there. People want our services and our products, so we need to get to the people. Okay, we, we're coming uh, close to, to the end of the segment. 
I just wanted to find out before we, clo we close the segment around your controls, the controls that you actually have in place right now. So far, everything I'm doing manually, and I've see, I see that it's tearing me. It's, it, it, things are not going accordingly, and it costs me money when I have to take it to the accountants to assist with the bookkeeping or drafting like financials and all that. So that's why I've thought of having like a point of sale systems. Before I couldn't afford that. So like now I'm, I'm working towards buying that point of sale system and fit it within my store so that operations can be easier. And then if I want my stock take, it's just, I it's just one click away of the button, I get the stock sheet. Because right now I need to ask them, write the list, they give me a list of what's short, at times they forget what's short, I need to do it myself, also check. But if I have systems in place, even if I'm in Deben or Cape Town or wherever, I can see what the store is short, I can place an order at, at uh, our suppliers, then they deliver to our stores. Okay, uh, that's uh, a great insight for our summaries. Uh, we're going to take a break and then we'll be right back with our summaries. Do stay tuned. Welcome. Our guest in studio today is Rulani Shibambo, and he is the owner of Kota King based in Soweto. Before the break, we were discussing uh, Rulani's uh, rollout plans, his, uh, some of his concerns about how he might lose some control, and why he feels that he needs to be rolling out five by December, five franchises by December. It's time for our summaries now, and we're going to start off with Kamara. Okay. I really like the concept and more especially how you're trying to differentiate yourself in, in uh, making it a bit more luxurious in terms of the content or the, the, you know, the, the, the extra meats and the different type of stuff. And very importantly, you're not keeping it or thinking about keeping it just township-based. Yes. You're looking to transition it into where your markets are, yeah. which is not just township-based. I like that because that's pricing point and that also distinguishes you from the rest that are just operating in there. You know, uh, as a quick sideway, I watch a program on the food channel called Diners, Drivers and Dives. Yes. And I'm in my diet phase now, so I can't eat all that stuff, but I, I consume with my mind. Yeah. And there's a whole big culture there in the US, and I'm sure, you know, about this, uh, dry, the trucks and the mobile thing and whatever, and we're starting to see that artisanal stuff coming through, and people are eating Mexican and all other stuff, you know, so why not take yours into these markets? I really, really like that. Then, in terms of franchising and expansion, I would not rush going into the five. I would first, and I wouldn't rush going into franchising. I would, I would, if I was you, open your own company stores first, because then that will create the pool for, if you want to franchise at a later point. I don't think the margins are there for you and them to justify that in this thing for now. And I don't think you know enough if you're going into a new geographic market. So I would open up two or three yourself. Get your systems right, because the systems that runs it for yourself is the same that's going to run it for a franchisee. Yes. So there's no duplication there, right? So 
you get your systems right, uh, your, your from your cost side and your sales side, you mentioned GARP and checking the sales, but it's also about the cost element yes. and cash and all of those things. Look at other brands that do it well that are company owned like Indichos and, and those types of things. Try and learn from these different brands. Run your company stores yourself. Get your geographic areas right. You're going to have to play around to get that right. And then see from there if you want to carry on with franchise or you want to or you want to expand on your own. Uh, to have a franchise, people have to aspire to buy the franchise, yeah. which means it needs to be well known and accepted as a nice business model, not just as a consumer. <laughs> so you can only do that by running a few more stores yourself in these mainstream <laughs> areas. Another point, if you're going into these mainstream areas, I would probably stay away from the shopping malls being inside there because that's going to delay your time to get access to start a location, but also you've got costs. And yours is rather small format, and I think it lends its way to the artisanal with the food truck nearby and all those types of things. So you want to be in the main area, but just just off-center rather than, you know, um, in an expensive uh, rental component. I, I would also um, check up, I'm not sure what the licensing issues are. If you're coming into these mainstream areas, can you just put a food truck anywhere? Is there, with the municipality, is there any kind of uh, licensing or permissions needed? Those are some things you need to check out and really be quite strategic about where you, where you go. And the fruit truck also allows you to experiment with different uh, areas that have the maximum demand. Perfect. There's a lot that I've said there already. Thanks, Kumaran. Uh, so from my point of view, I'm going to uh, be congruent with what I said, uh, that I'm going to remain nice to Kumaran today and say that I agree with everything that uh, Kumaran has said uh, so far. So uh, my, uh, my journey started out in fast food. My first business was in fast food. So I have a lot of uh, empathy and sympathy for, 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 for this journey um, because it's a tough one. Fast food is, a, is a, tough, a tough business to be in. You've got lots of uh, things that can go wrong. You've got staff who, if they don't ar arrive, there's a big issue. You've got, you got uh, cost control, you've got theft, you've got uh, all sorts of things that can go wrong in, in the food industry. So it's a very tough, uh, tough business to be in. Not that other businesses aren't, but this, in my opinion, is particularly tough and you have to be on your feet all day, customer service all the time. I, I, let me just, first of all, do some echoing of what Kumaran says as well. I agree with Kumaran not to go franchise straight away and to go into company owned. First of all, it'll give you more control up front, uh, and you'll learn how to, from a control point of view, how to split yourself. Because even if you go into franchise, franchising is a different uh, competence than actually r uh, running a, a store. One is franchising looking after other people's store, uh, other, after other people's happiness, their interests, making sure from a distribution point of view it's all happening, from a control point of view it's all happening. And running a store is actually being in the store and saying, just like you say, you know, your shirt's dirty or just clean that up or etc. It's a, it's a subtle but important difference in terms of uh, competence. And you're going to have to want to build those two, that second competence by yourself, which is looking after another store as if it is a franchise before you go out into other franchises. I understand the pressure of another person coming in and dominating. But that is a false, in my opinion, that's a false pressure. It's an ego pressure because for you to go and have uh, uh, flags on maps 
all over the place to say we've got five or ten or twenty and they all are, are burning cash or making no money. It's just ego that you're doing. We've had people on this show that I've met subsequent to this show that you think it is all doing very, very well. But when you look at the books behind, they're actually not really making money. They, sometimes they even think they're making money. But when you ask a few questions, you rea they realize that they aren't really making money. And it's certainly that the context of moving to a second venue where the, the luck of having the rental in the first venue or the, the, or the costs of the, the employees in that particular venue, it might be different in the second venue. And all of a sudden you go from a profit situation here to a, a loss situation there. So you've got to learn all that stuff by yourself. Okay, That's why I'm 100% agreeing with Kumaran. In terms in terms of u university, uh, I, I'd say only mobile because universities are actually the worst place for fast food and lots of them go under because the, of all the holidays. You can't stay in a business uh, uh, which has got three or four months of the year is no one's there. So only go mobile. Your branding is brilliant. Get uh, your product better and better and better. And when I'm saying the whole product, not just the f the, what you eat, but the product itself when you, you walk in for you before you you roll out. And, and last, last point is the speed of service. Is that if you're going to get this right, you're going to have to build a system that you can get more out in, in an hour than you're doing now. So if you, are, if you are not trying to beat your peak number, so let's say for example you're getting 60 uh, out in an hour, you're going to say, okay, how do we get 80 out in an hour? Because that's where the money is made, in that difference between 60 and 80. And you've got to learn yourself how to do that. So that's, uh, that's sort of my input. I've got lots more to, to say, but we've got uh, very little time today. I wish you absolute luck. You've built a brilliant, I love the name, I love the brand. You know how to market yourself. We're going to see you all over the front pages, but I just hope in the background that there's a profit and not a minus in terms of Kota King. Correct. Well, that's it for today. Please stay tuned to see what's coming up in the hour version of the show. Until next time, from all of us, it's goodbye. And remember, if you think it, write it down and make it a reality. But I always say, as an adult, I've come to realize that without education, there's just boardrooms you will never enter. There's conversations that you would never be invited to because they need you to have the knowledge for you to engage in those. What I also like doing is looking for directories. Mm -hmm. So a lot of companies want to be on directories to make it easier for their customers to find them. Um, and that is a great way of getting a list of, of your ideal customers all in one place. Big Small Business Show is brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa. Transform the future of your business. Partner with the CASA today. And the courage to grow is business. MTN Business. A new world of business.